What's going on, my man, Rich? What's going on, Dom? How you doing? Black Rich yes, in sir. the house. In the flesh. Man, some a couple people were telling me that I need to get a, a nickname for the show. They're like, uh, Daddy Dom. Some some girl told me that. I was like, That's a good one, Daddy Dom. Daddy, Daddy Dom, you know what happens when Daddy drink? Daddy spank. <laughs> I feel like it has to come, like, the name has to come naturally. Yeah. Like, the nickname. Every I have, nickname. I have so many goddamn nicknames, man. I've got, uh, they used to call me Bloodhound. Bloodhound. Yeah. One day, me and a couple of my boys were down by the river walk, uh, smoking a blunt. And, um, the cops were driving down through the river walk. And we saw them coming around, so we dropped the blunt. We're high as fuck when we walk by them. They asked what we were doing, like, hanging out, doing fucking teenage shit. They're like, oh, all right. And they drove off, and we're like, fuck, where'd that blunt go high as fuck? I smelled that shit, and I picked it Uh, up. uh, And they're like, yo, you're fucking, that's Bloodhound. See, I was thinking, like, Bloodhound gang, like. Oh, no. Like, maybe you did something weird. Yeah, did something crazy and fucking fucked some girl or did something crazy sexual somewhere that's what i was thinking yeah yeah no nothing like that i mean i have i've had some some of those crazy experiences but that's not where the name came from that's not no got you and then obviously diabetes dom Uh uh-huh that's the that's the number one you know what you know what bugs a lot of people out so you know rich is what everybody calls me right that's not even my name that's not even like any part of my name. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I only call you that because that's what Dylan calls you. Yeah, that's what everybody calls me. But like I said, when I tell people my name, they're like, where the hell did Rich come from? Like, I don't even have the letter R in my name. Give him the name. Name is Dwayne. That's my name. But Dwayne also so, like a, a very black man, very deep black man name. It's it's uh, so Dwayne's my name. Everybody calls me Rich. I got DJ Amish Carl. Yep. Um, some people know me as Donovan. Some people know me as what's another good one? Good nickname I got. Carter. Carter St. James. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm all over the place. It's like a tree. That's what I am. I'm like a tree, right? So a tree's got one root, like one trunk. Right. Then it goes up and then it branches off into all these different areas. <laughs> you know? And and some branches have little pretty little bluebirds and blue Amen. jays. But that's that's solid because you meet a girl, a fling, and you give her one name, she tries to search you up, can't find you. Oh, that's a good point. You meet another girl, she could be friends with that first girl. You don't know. They could know each other, right? And then just give her a different name. And give her a different name so then you're never caught. You know, I never really thought of that. That's the smoothest fucking, that's the smoothest operation I I could think of. Until it catches up with you. It don't because you got enough names. Oh, just and enough aliases? It, yeah. I'm like a spy without like all the passports. I just right. give out business cards with different names on them. Right. Tell uh. one girl you're rich. Another girl talks about you. She's just, oh my God, I met this guy. Yeah, he, this, he looks like this and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, that kind of sounds, that sounds like, is his name Rich? No, his name is Dwayne. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Until they show each other a picture. That's why they can't find you on Instagram. Oh, that's right. That's right. You give them weird names that ain't your name on I for- Instagram. I forgot. Oh, I might have to look into that. Don might be on to something. 
the t- you make a Tinder rich, a fucking Bumble, Dwayne. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck around and get on the wrong one though. Told you I'm not good with these dating app <laughs> things, man. I'm gonna be on the wrong one. Like, how come I get just a bunch of guys looking at me? Oh, that's because I'm on Grinder. That wasn't meant for me. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, you I, getting something. I, I getting no. some sort of attention. Uh, I got no, no. <laughs> you don't got talk. No, thank you. That's all you, Dom. Yeah. Hey. So what's on the agenda for today? My man, today we are going to talk about work and the crazy shit that happens while you're working. Mm. And just, you know, a whole week, like things that have maybe happened to you throughout the whole week, an accumulation of just crazy bullshit. Okay. And just wildness. Okay. You want to you want to kick things off? I will. So we'll start off with uh, Wednesday, and my Wednesday. I so for everyone that may not know, I deliver beer for Anheuser Busch, and I work out in like Seneca Falls, the Waterloo area, and a little farther out towards like Ovid, Interlake, and some Trumansburg. Out in Auburn, Moravia, okay. all, all like uh, Southwest. So Wednesday, I'm out in Ovid, get my deliveries done. My balls start hurting a little bit. Feel like someone's like tugging on them a little bit, and I've had this problem for like two months. But I'm working, and I'm running, and I'm running, and I'm running. So then it's like really kind of bothering me, and I can't for the for the life of me I couldn't remember who my doctor was because I changed my primary care doctor in uh, 19 to the, uh, 2019 okay and I remembered hey my sister has my uh the same doctor that I have she's got to have their number text my sister I'm like yo I need the number to the doctor I gotta make an appointment I have more issues that I need to see my doctor about but this is like this was Right off the top of my head, this was something I wanted to see my doctor for. This, this, these are your balls we're talking about. My balls. Serious, sort of serious matter. Yeah, that's scary shit. So I call them. I'm like, hey, I need to make an appointment. Oh, well, we haven't seen, we haven't, we haven't even seen you. You haven't even seen your, your doctor yet. You're under so-and-so and you've never even seen him. You're not in our, in our system anymore. And I go, are you kidding me? She goes, let me message let me text him or get a message from him or something and see if he'll take you back and we can get you in and I was like alright thanks calls me back he goes yeah we'll we'll still keep you because it was COVID and we weren't seeing a whole lot of people and blah 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 and I said alright awesome she goes well what do you need I said I need to schedule an appointment for what what's the problem going on he said my balls hurt <laughs> every once in a while and it's been like two months and she goes Oh, hold on one moment. A nurse comes on. Nurse, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. She goes, well, what's what's the problem? I said, I want to make an appointment with my doctor because it feels like my nuts are being, like, tugged on. She goes, hmm. Yeah, you, how long has this been going on? I'm like, I don't know, like two months. Uh, Two months and you haven't called or like gone and no right, I'm calling I'm, you right, right now I'm, I'm here I'm, now god damn it <laughs> right she goes 
well, um, no, you're going to have to go to the ER. And I said, mm, no, I'm not going to the ER. I'm going to make an appointment. She goes, yeah, we can't because it could be an emergency. You could have a contortion or something. So my balls ain't colored. They're not fucking swollen. They're not miscu- They're not fucking purple. They just hurt, and it feels like they've been being tugged on. Yeah, we're not going to, no, because an appointment, if I schedule an appointment, it's going to be in like a month or two, and that's too long. You need to go to the ER. Mm-hmm. Argue with this lady for like 15 minutes. I'm finally like, fuck it. I'll go to the ER. I want to set up an appointment, though. Well, why do you need to set up? I said, Bitch, because I haven't seen my doctor. Right. You you guys just, you just told me you oh kicked me God. off of the fucking thing because I haven't seen my doctor. So now I'm trying to see my doctor. I was like, I don't know. Fucking put me down for a physical or something. I have fucking diabetes. I should be getting a physical every year by my from my primary. And I get one every three months from my endocrinologist. She goes, oh, okay. So November or something, I got to go and get go see my primary but they told me i needed to go to the er so i go to the er it's about seven o'clock when i leave or uh, it's like six thirty seven. i go to the er the fucking weirdest motherfuckers are in there i fucking cannot stand the goddamn er it's just people that don't fucking are are too lazy to... They have state insurance, so everything's covered. But they're too lazy to set up a primary care doctor and, like, go into, like, walk... Do walk-ins for their fucking colds and shit. So they go directly to the ER. Oh, now now the ER's packed. So the ER's packed with fucking people that have COVID, people that think they have COVID, and fucking just idiots that are fucking... Don't... Their tummy hurts, or their fucking got a cold and they think that they're dying because they have a cold. So all these fucking weirdos are in here for no goddamn reason. One person's fucking sleeping on the floor. One bitch is, this big bitch is sitting in a fucking wheelchair with her mask on, taking it off to fucking cough. She's coughing and coughing and coughing like bad, like she's got COVID pneumonia. Damn. Coughing and shit and she asks if she can charge her phone next to me and I'm like, no. Like, no, I'm sitting here. I don't want you fucking near me. <laughs> she goes, That's, you're being rude. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm fucking, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck you got. I don't want it. She's calling someone. She's calling her mom. This And this lady's old. This lady's like. This is the big late, one. The big gotta one. be, yeah. Okay. She's gotta be like in her late 40s. But she sounds like she's a fucking like 20 something. Is is weird. Oh, she's like a sex phone operator. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. That's a good way of putting it. So she's talking to her mom. She's like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't think I have COVID. She goes, I'm not even coughing that bad. <clears throat> and I'm like, yo, fucking close your mouth. Put your fucking mask on and just shush. Don't talk. One lady is waiting outside for her cab. Is waiting outside the emergency room for a cab. This big dude goes out, this big fucking fat guy, all fucking just like wearing the dirty old clothes and fucking, I don't know, who God knows why he was there. Goes outside, and all I hear is, is like an old lady screaming, 
Help me, help, I can't get up, oh my god. This short little, he, the, he goes back inside, and all these motherfuckers come running out to help this old ass woman. She comes in, she don't, only person that's in there that's not wearing a mask, she didn't, no one forced her to put a mask on. She's in there, they put her in a wheelchair and shit, short, short, fat woman. This woman was, it was like fucking four foot or like under four foot oh man she was little tiny and they were like what happened what's going on she's like i don't know i'm just so exhausted i'm waiting for a cab i'm exhausted i was like really bitch you're gonna wait in the (laughs) er because you're tired by the er and you're waiting for a fucking a cab and they're like are you gonna be able to Get into the car. Are you going to be able to make it to your house? And she's like, yeah, I got a light that's outside. I'm like, yo. Then motherfuckers in their pajama pants start coming in. And it was just annoying, man. It took fucking like three hours for me to go get my ball scanned. So they like, they checked me in. They checked my vitals and shit. They asked me what the problem was. I was like, yo, my nuts. They feel like they're being tugged. Whenever I stand or I'm walking around, it feels, I can feel it. And it's not like it's like fucking someone's like ripping on like them or anything. It just them. feels like like a little like a little tug, like a like a muscle issue. Kind of like when you're fishing and you get like a little little sunfish biting right. your line. If, yeah, yeah. So yeah. nothing that's like gonna kill me or anything. It's just uncomfortable. And if I'm walking around and moving around too much or standing for too long, then it like it keeps it like it's a growing pain sort okay. of thing. Okay. So I tell them this, and they send me back out, and they're like, okay, well, they're going to have to do a fucking, um, what the fuck's that pregnancy scan where, like, they put the gel on the woman's stomach and fucking... Uh, uh, sonogram? Sonogram. On my nuts. They put the gel on your nuts? On my nuts. Was it cold? My guy. So I'm waiting. Another, like, hour or two hours I'm waiting there. So by this time, it's like, mm, it's like almost 10 o'clock. So I get in. The lady's like, all right, well, you got to pull your pants down and blah, blah, blah. I pull my pants. I take my pants off and shit. I got my fucking meat out and my fucking balls are all hairy and shit. And I was just like, damn, I feel bad for this lady. You know, <laughs> a little ass pecker and some fucking hairy ass nuts. <laughs> and she's like trying to talk to me and shit. And I'm just like, I want to laugh so hard. This lady's just like putting gel on my nuts and she's like trying to like not like she has to move the thing around to get like different areas of my balls Mm -hmm. so she's kind of got to like move them but she's not trying to like lift them up with her hand and shit it's so funny i just wanted to laugh so hard i felt so bad for this lady fucking with my balls that's hilarious and then she gives me a towel and shit to wipe off and i'm like damn i've never been given the towel before usually i'm the one that gives the towel was it a warm (laughs) was it a warm towel no she was just a towel i'm wiping off this gooey ass shit all over my balls she's like do you need like a wet towel or something i'm like i'm like no i don't want anything else. Should have said I, mean, um, I could use a hand. <laughs> you want to come wipe this gel you put on my ball? <laughs> Lick this shit off. You put it there. You wipe it off. Come on now. I'm gonna hold my meat up. So, <laughs> and you so can- she fucking so she gets done. It takes like a half hour for her to scan my nuts. <laughs> There's not a lot of circumference. She, she took it. She took her time. <laughs> she was like beep. 
taking pictures and shit. I'm like, yo. You know she kept some of those, right? <laughs> yeah, she was like, damn, this boy got some nuts. Yeah, he got some perfect balls. <laughs> so I get back out. I wait another hour. I, I believe it was like another hour and a half. It's like, yeah, around. Because I probably went in around nine, 9 o'clock. So it's like two hours. It took like two hours for me to get my balls checked. And then another hour and a half before I got in. Then I checked. It was like, I sit in the waiting room. And this one guy sitting next to me, he's got fucking, uh, like, hurt his shoulder or some shit. And he's talking about how he fucking works for a lifting company. And he tried to lift something that was too strong. Or that was too heavy. And he fucked up his arm and all this shit. And they're like, yeah. The guy's like, I'm a fucking trauma like doctor he's like i do er trauma shit and i so i have no idea what's really going on i can't really tell you what's going on you're gonna have to see like an ortho orthodontist or something and the guy's like mm. and he's like who's your primary care doctor he's like, you know I don't, I don't got one and it's like man the state literally when you get state insurance they give you they give you a fucking card and it says this is your your primary care physician yeah it yeah. gives you your primary care physician and with their number and shit. And it's like, these fucking dummies. So they set him up to meet. So the guy has to refer him to someone and then all this shit. And I'm thinking, this guy's going to be my fucking doctor. Nope. Some lady comes over, walks around after like an hour and a half, walks around. This is how I get my doctor. My blood sugar starts going low. So I pull over this one lady that's like, um, it's like a nurse or someone that's discharging people mm-hmm. and I was like ma'am I need like a juice or something I was like uh, or any kind of soda my blood sugar starting to go low she goes oh well, your doctor's gonna be with you soon I go whatever she turns she goes oh you you have diabetes I said yeah I just told you my blood sugar was going low what's the <laughs> fucking first thing in your mind come well, like you're a nurse what comes to your mind first oh diabetes she goes okay yeah let me, give me one second so the doctor comes over with ginger ale. I fucking pound this ginger ale. And then she starts asking me what my problem is. And I said, like, why do you have to tell everyone what the problem is? They, oh, I already told fucking three other people. It should be listed what my issue is. So I tell her, I said, my nuts feel like they've been getting tugged. And it's been going on for like two months. And it, it's like on and off thing. It's not a constant thing. It's on and off. So like one day it could happen. And then it's gone for like fucking two weeks. Um, it could be there for a whole week. I could have it the entire week. It's, I, I don't know. It just hurts today. I worked and it happened. It had felt in the morning. And then it obviously, as I was working, it progressed and got, it felt a, way more strenuous. So I'm here. And my doctor wouldn't make me an appointment. So I'm here. Oh, do you have, do you think you have an STD? I said, no. <laughs> I've not been. Fucking no bitches. Not been raw, no nothing besides my goddamn hand. You sure you don't you sure you don't think is your pee burnt? I said, Man, I've not been fucking. How many times do you want me to tell you I'm fucking a loser? She goes, Well, I don't know. We're gonna have to have you pee in a cup. And I was like, Why? She goes, Well, we're gonna have to test to see if you got any STDs. I just told you I've not been fucking. The last time I fucked was with someone and I had gotten checked prior and she was checked I w- and fucking that was 
that was the last person I had sex with raw. And then fucking the last person that I slept with, not raw. I wore, obviously I had a condom on, mm-hmm. even though I don't like them. Who like condoms? Right. That's a whole nother discussion. So they make me pee in a cup and shit. They make me wait another like half hour, 45 minutes. This By this time, it's like 1230, just about turning one o'clock in the morning. So I've been up from fucking 5 a.m. Wednesday till fucking almost 1 a.m. Thursday. So I told the, I tell the doc, I'm like, yo, you're going to give me a doctor's note. I'm not going into work. I said, there's no way. I said, I got to be up at 4 a.m. Not happening. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's fine. She comes back with my test results and shit. She goes, yeah, there's nothing wrong. I said, yeah, I know. I, I think it, it may be like a muscle strain in my thigh that I'm feeling in my nuts. Supposedly, they, uh, they it could be I could have a hernia or something, but I'll have to go to my doctor to figure that shit out. That's what I was thinking at first when you said the, the tugging. I figured it might have been a hernia. And that's what it could could be, but they're like, you don't have a contortion. There's nothing that shows in the scans that it's contorted, con- contortioned or whatever or anything. I was like, yeah, I know. I've been working with it for fucking two months. That's why I told my doctor there was no reason for me to come here because it hadn't hurt like so bad that I thought I needed to come to the fucking ER. I don't like being here. But I'll have to, I'll come here if if I think I need to come here. Mm-hmm. She goes okay. I'm like fuck. Get home. So Thursday I stayed home. I ended up going and getting blood work for another doctor's appointment that I had. So Friday comes along. And I'm like all right, sick. Friday's gonna be nice. I get help. I get told someone's gonna be with me all day. I'm a helper, and someone's going to take care of my Walmart and my tops that I have out in Seneca Falls and shit. And I'm like, fucking thank God. So you don't have to go all the way out there? No, I do. But I didn't have to put away two of my big stops. I didn't have to put, I don't have to put away anymore. So it saves me a stupid amount of time. Okay, got you. So I'm like, yo, Friday's going to be nice and easy. Fucking loving it. So I have one stop. So I have like, there's three stops in the morning that I have. So I have Walmart. Uh, well, I have the Tops in Seneca Falls, the Walmart in Seneca Falls, and then um, it's I go back out and I do Del Lago and I'll drop off like a couple pallets of beer for Del Lago and like a keg or something like that. But I usually get done dropping the Walmart and the Tops so early and Del Lago doesn't start receiving until 8 a.m. So I run in to Seneca Falls to do my next big stop, which is a convenience store. It's like a beer cave, gas station convenience store thing. It's awesome. Okay. Ran by an Indian dude. Chillest motherfucker I've met. Cool, cool as fuck. Whenever I deliver there, he's like, anything you want, fucking take it. He's like, you're my guy. He's like, I love you. You're sick of shit. He's like, Anything you need. You want a fucking beer to bring home? Snag a beer. You want fuck snacks? Take that. Drink this. Cool as fuck, dude. Yeah. So I get there. I'm running in beer, and there's just an old... They got an old cashier. He's been working there for like three weeks now. So I'm running in the beer, and I'm shooting the shit with him, and we're talking and stuff. And they're not getting a whole lot. They're getting like 40 or 45 cases or something. 
And this dude comes in as I'm like running in my as like my second or third stack of beer. This guy comes in. And he's arguing with the cashier. And he's like, I fucking know you from somewhere and the and the cashier's like, Yeah, you look familiar to me too. He's like, But I, I can't put your I don't I can't can't put your face to a name. And the guy's like fucking starts getting aggravated. He's like, I fucking I know who you are. You don't know who I am. You don't know who I am. Swings on the cashier. What? Swings on him, blasts him in the face. This old ass dude blasts the fucking cashier right in the jaw. And this old dude went in there to buy fucking like a like cigarello wraps. Right. Oh, this is getting juicy. This is wild. Wild. Sm- blast the fucking cashier in the jaw. And the cashier's like, yo, what the fuck? He's like, get out of here. Get out of here. And he goes, no. He says, no. You're going to fucking quit this job right now. You got fucking 15 minutes to leave. And he's like, if you don't leave, I'm coming back. I'm shooting you. I was what? Like, I'm like, yeah. What is going on? I'm still running in beer. World so I'm star. running in my like third or fourth <laughs> fucking stack. And I'm just like, what the fuck? The dude leaves after he says he's going to shoot the dude if he doesn't leave. He goes out to get in his truck. And the cashier runs out as I'm running out to go get my next stack. Runs out to go fucking write down his license plate number to mm-hmm. call the cops. The dude gets out of the truck, runs at him. Bam, bam, bam. Pieced up the fucking cashier. Hitting him in the face and shit. Not like anything crazy. wasn't like laying him out or nothing like that. But was, was hitting him in the face. And the cashier's yelling. He's like, I'm not fucking fighting you. He's like, I'm not going to jail over fighting you. He's like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Oh, my gosh. So this old guy's like, yeah, you fucking faggot pussy. Going to like just slurs all around going off on this old ass cashier. <laughs> Letting into him. And I'm so I'm so I'm getting tired. So I yell. I'm like, hey, you motherfucker. I was like, get in your goddamn truck and get the fuck out of here. I was like, I'm working right now. I'm fucking delivering this beer. I'm trying to get it fucking checked in. And this is the only cashier here that can check it in. And you're holding me the fuck up. Forget the old man's, forget the cashier's safety and health. <laughs> Just let me get my job done so I can get the hell out Right. Of I'm like, I'm fucking tired of waiting. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, you got something fucking big to say, you fucking p- pussy, you bitch and shit. And I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. Get in your car. Leave. He runs at me. Oh, boy. This up. I'm like, yo, you better not. And he runs at me. I fucking cracked this shit out of him straight. Open hands. Slapped the fuck out of this dude. <laughs> cracked his shit. I went, Right across his face and shit, and he just looked at me stunned like, I just got, like, this motherfucker just smacked the fuck out of me. You got open hand bitch slap. <laughs> right, I was like, I was like, yo, you come at me again, I'm fucking, I'm gonna lay you out. And I ain't gonna slap you this time, I'm gonna fucking blast the fuck out of you. And he's like, he's like, yo, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, I'm coming back, I'm fuck, fuck this guy, I'm gonna fuck beat the shit out of everybody. And I was like, get in your goddamn truck. He goes to get in his truck, I'm thinking he's leaving, so I walk over. I call the cops at this point. I have the cops on the line and shit. And I'm talking to the cops and the dude gets in his truck and I'm reading off his license plate number. I said, yeah, there's this crazy ass dude here at fucking the come and go in Seneca Falls. He's going wild. He's fucking swinging on. He's swinging on the cashier. Tried to swing on me. I slapped. I had to slap him to defend myself. And I was like, he's he's nuts. He's saying he's going to come back and shoot people. He's fucking. I don't know what's going on with this guy. 
And then they're like, all right, we'll be right, we'll, we'll head right over. Do you know if he has any weapons on him now? I was like, no. They're like, is he, like, calmed down? I was like, he's sitting in his truck, but he keeps getting out and yelling and shouting. And he comes out again, and he comes towards me, and he's, like, yelling and shouting and shit. And he's like, that guy, I'm going to fucking beat him up. I'm going to get him up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, stay away from me because I'm going to hit you again. And the cop on the, the emergency caller is like, yo, you can't. He's like, no, don't, don't, no, don't fucking, don't fight him. And I'm like, I'm not. But if he runs at me again. Right, you got one more time to come at me. Buddy. Right. Because then I'm going to tee off on you. And I felt bad, but I was like, I felt bad for slapping. Because this guy, it was an old guy. It was an older guy. And I felt bad for smacking him. But I was like, don't. You you're an adult-ass man. Yeah, I was like, you're yeah. an adult-ass man. Don't Protect run at me like at that. yourself at all times. And so they come, they get there, and he's just shouting and shit. And then they come, the cops come, two police officers, and he's already got his hands behind his back, and they arrest him and shit. And then I run in, I finally run in my last stack, and I'm like, yo, I'm not waiting for you to check this shit in. I'm printing out the invoices and giving it to him. And the cop asked for me to stay to talk. I'm like, God damn it. All right talking about what happened and the cop is asking the cashier like why the dude was swinging on him and like what started the whole thing and he goes I don't know he told me he recognized me and I told him that his face looked familiar but I couldn't put his face to a name and then he started getting wicked mad and he said then I did remember him I worked for him in 2003 Wow. and he got fired the old crazy dude got fired because I guess in 2003, he was a manager at, um, like, a subway or a gas station that was next to a subway or some shit like that. And the cashier had worked there. And a lady had come in, and he had called her a cunt and, like, all this shit. So it was, like, fucking super derogatory terms to this lady. So the cashier turned him, turned the guy in, and so did the lady, obviously. And the guy got fired. So he was thinking that maybe the dude was angry about that, but that was like that's two thousand. That was fucking in two thousand and three. He's he's an he's an evil villain. He never got his revenge. Right, and and it was just it was absolutely bonkers. He probably has like a bulletin board at home with that dude's like face on it, circled, right, with darts darts. in it. (laughs) He's like, you're you're gonna pay one day. Go get you, shoot him, (laughs) Gavin. But it was just it was fucking bonkers. I step outside to put my shit on the truck. And, like, lo- get the truck fixed to fucking so I could leave. And the guy's in the truck, in the cop car now. He tried fighting the other officer as he was handcuffed. Was trying to fight with him. He's a feisty old fucker, right? So they threw his ass in the in the car and shit. And then, like, more cop cars come. And I, I messaged my fucking uh, driver's group chat with some guys I work with. And I'm like, yo, I just had to slap the shit out of some guy. And they're like, what? I was like, yeah, I had to just fucking slap the fuck out. I just... Pimp smacked the fuck out of some dude. And they're like, no way, you're fucking lying, you're lying. I take a picture of all these officers around. I'm like, I'm fucking lying. And they're like, yo, that's fucking crazy. I was like, you're fucking telling me, man. This dude's coming around telling people he's going to fucking shoot them and shit. That cashier didn't end up wanting to press charges against the guy. He was just like, I don't want him ever coming back here again. I want him fucking, I want like trespassing no right. tresp- and all that shit. Right, because now he knows where he works at. But right, so if like he decides he wants to get a gun and go there and shoot him, then no trespassing ain't gonna stop you. Ain't gonna stop shit. I've been waiting to do this for eighteen years, motherfucker. Right. So what ended up happening later in the day? 
I get well, I get done with my day later in the night. I get back. Um, it was like I think we got back at like four thirty. Got back to the warehouse, and everyone's asking me to tell the story. I tell everyone the story, and they're like, "Yo, crazy shit always happens to you." Like I've worked here for this many years, or this many years I've been in the business, and nothing. I've never seen half the shit that you see, and you've had to deal with. And I was just like, "Man, I'm a fucking just a bad." You're um, a magnet. Yeah. It's just like the weird, wild, craziest shit is just comes to me. And um, so I go inside and the HR lady is the one that's running the the register and shit and taking people like doing our our end day stuff. And I give her all the checks and she's asking about the cops, like what happened with. And I told her she was like, oh. Oh my God, that's so wild. She goes, well, we are probably going to need to fill out an incident report just in case. And you're probably going to have to tell Kevin who's the owner. And I was like, no. She goes, no. Well, it happened on, on work time. And I said, I don't give a shit. I already talked to the police officers. They arrested the guy. I gave them my info in case they needed me to like, if I have to go in for court or something to like mm-hmm. fucking be a witness or, and tell them what happened and shit like that. And they were like, Oh no, well you're gonna need to fill out an incident report I was like, yo, come on I don't know how to fill this shit out I get it And she's like, yeah, you know, just write down what happened I said, smacked fucking guy in face At blah 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 Early in the morning, 7am Called the cops, he was arrested Sounds pretty good to me And then she goes, well you're gonna have to call Kevin still Blah 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 So I'm like, fuck man I don't wanna, I don't wanna I don't think I'm going to get in trouble because obviously I was defending myself and shit. And obviously I didn't get in any trouble because the cops were, mm-hmm. they didn't give a shit. But I call Kevin and he's like, I could hear like shit going on in the background. So he was doing something and I was like, man, I got to tell you something that happened today. It was fucking crazy. And he goes, what, what happened? I was like, I got in a fight with somebody. You got, in a, you got in a fight. And I said, I had to slap some guy who went nuts at the gas station what and I tell him and he fucking he goes I don't know why you had to tell me obviously you already like took talked to the police called the police he was arrested everything like that they have your info that's got nothing to do with us and I was like yeah but what's her face told me I needed to tell him and she goes he goes well whatever he's like he laughed wicked he laughed wicked loud he was like ha 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 he's like yo why does all the wild crazy shit just happened to you and I was like yo no fucking joke so that was my fucking Friday man just wildness just one one week that was what Wednesday Thursday Friday Wednesday Thursday off then Friday Tuesday was a normal regular old work day nothing too crazy yeah but Wednesday and Friday made up for it Wednesday well well, Wednesday Thursday was just fucking a pain in the ass Right. With my balls getting fucking essentially told I must have an STD like 15 times. Got that clap, boy. And then fucking Friday to fucking me clapping some dude. <laughs> Man, that's, that's, a, that's a crazy turnaround or a turn of events. In absolutely insane. Huh. But it just adds because there's more, there's more stories. I've had some wild... Wild, wild shit occurred to me. So when I first like started, first like like six or seven months in, 
I used to um, deliver the Auburn route. I don't know if you've ever been out to Auburn, but if yeah, you take um, Genesee Street straight in, um, so like if you come in to Auburn through where like um, that's like Yeah, it's got to be, like, off of Grant Ave. You get onto, like, Genesee. You're going, like, towards downtown. Like, you're headed out towards, um like, the the mall out there and shit. Okay. So, it's on, like, headed towards, like, like 520 or something. So, you get out and take the main road. And there's a... Ends up being, um... There's a Red's Apple... And then there's right across the street from the Red Apple is a, a Walgreens. So first thing in the morning, I get there pre- pretty early. It was like seven, and I'm running in the beer and shit. And then all these people start running into the building. Everyone starts going into the building and shit. And I'm like, damn. I was like, Red Apple ain't that fucking ain't that wild. This shit's. I was like, why the fuck everyone coming into a Red Apple? I'm asking, I'm like, yo, what's going on? Didn't you hear that? I said, hear what? Someone, the fucking gunshot outside? Someone had just shot a guy, had just shot another guy over, like, trying to rob him of drugs, but the guy didn't even end up having drugs. Shot the dude and killed him right, literally right around the block. Opposite corner from where I was delivering beer. And then was gone, like, ran and was fucking evaded the police for like almost most of the day that I was delivering. It was like 3 o'clock and they had just like finally caught the guy like around 3. That's nuts. Right? I was like, yo! Fucking insane. Um, Another time out in Auburn, right next to the fucking prison. Um, there's There's a restaurant on the corner can't remember the name of the street but uh it's called balloons balloons restaurant like an old really old italian restaurant and i go there to deliver in the morning it's probably like 10 o'clock i pull up and at this there's like it's a a four-way stop right at the corner like at the back Um, it'd be the back left corner of the prison. So there's a tower there. This old ass dude standing out in the middle of this four way. Pants down to his motherfucking ankles. Pissing in the street. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, just old ass dude. Cock hanging out. Pissing in the street. I, I like go to make my turn. He's there and I can't turn. I roll down the window. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, get out of the street, you fucking idiot. He just looks at me, keeps pissing, finishes pissing, pulls his his zipper up and everything, pulls his pants up, zips himself up. And I'm like, what the fuck? I go to make, I, he moves out of the way. I go, I turn, I pull over by where the fucking restaurant is. This motherfucker gets right into the van, which is right at the corner of where the restaurant is, gets into the van and drives off. I was like right at the fucking right in the four in like in not on the sidewalk 
Right in the middle. Right in the middle of the four-way with the fucking prison guards can see you. Hey, he probably was giving him a show. Pissing. Imagine if he, like, did that, like, every day. Like, that was just... You would a, think that, they'd call the police. That's just his ritual. That's just what he does. He's like, man, fuck Auburn prison. I'm gonna just go stand and piss on this intersection right here. Every day for the past 20 years, I've been pissing right here. <laughs> just ridiculous, man. That's nuts. Um, Should have asked him, why Why are you doing that? Nah, I didn't want to talk. I just wanted him out of the goddamn way so I could get on with my business, <laughs> man. Because that's what it comes down to. Whatever's fucking holding me up, I'm going to say something about it. And then if you're fucking going to act crazy or wild, guess I'm fucking... We can have it one way or another, but I'm going to finish delivering my beer right. on time. That's what I'm here for. Right. <laughs> you ain't stopping me from doing my job. Rain, hail, sleet, snow. Right. Pissing, fucking fighting, don't, trying to throw hands with me. You're going to get this damn beer. You, they're gonna, someone's getting the beer, and you either going to get in my way and get fucking put down or something. Right. Um, I want to say... Like probably like two years after that, I was delivering in Oswego. One of the drivers had called in, and I had to start late. I'm pretty sure I I ended up having to start late this day. And my uh, first, I think it was like my first or second stop. I think I think it. I can't remember if it was. A my my first or second stop it was the right on west first that um that a plus right on on uh utica okay i know you're talking about yeah the sunoco the a plus i get there and i have a lift gate on my truck so i put the pallet on that lift gate set it down and then i run from the lift gate the pallet, run it into the fucking store, set it down, run back out, grab it until I'm done. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this, and I um, first I put in my fucking my um, iPad and my printer and shit inside, and my uh, scan sheets so that they can look through it and make sure that it's all there. I go, I run in my first, go back out, grab my first stack, run it back in. I go back out. And there's this fucking dude digging through my fucking pallet. And I'm, I yell at him. I'm like, hey, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I said, that's, I got to fucking deliver that, asshole. He looks at me. He grabs what the first thing he can see because he's trying to get down to the 30s. And he ain't, wasn't going to get down to the 30s because they were at the bottom. He grabs one single eight pack of Slim Can Bud Lights. Mm-hmm. So like. I don't know, like nine, or it was like $10, $11 worth of beer. I'm like, yo, I'm like, he's put try, it back. Wait, Please just try, drop he's it. He's trying to steal this? He, st- he stole it. Oh, shit. Okay. I go, man, put it, just drop it. Put it back. I'll fucking, I'm not going to call the cops. You can go, go do whatever you're going to do for the rest of the day. I don't give a shit. Just drop it so I can deliver it, man, because you're holding me up. What does this motherfucker do? Turns around, pulls a knife. Oh, shit. Pulls a knife. I'm like, yo, you're really going to pull a knife on me for fucking like $11 a beer? I was like, you're dumb. You're dumb. I'm calling the cops. This motherfucker runs off down by the river. I call the cops. Now, mind you, the 
police station is fucking a block away. Right. Those motherfuckers take like 30 to 45 minutes to get to me. <laughs> they finally get there and shit. I'm telling them what, where the guy, like where the guy ran off to. He can't be far. So I pick, cause I, this motherfucker had dropped, he dropped his knife too when he ran. He dropped it. So I picked it up and it's like wrapped up in fucking electric, black electric tape, the handle and shit. And it's it like, like shaved like, like down steak shank? knife. It's like a, uh, like a dollar store sh- uh, steak knife. Like mm-hmm. the single steak knife or something. Shaved down smooth and shit. Like the blade, like the serrated edges were like sh- smooth down. This man don't watch too many movies. Way too many movies. With, a, with, with the handle wrapped in electric tape? Uh, with the handle oh, wrapped in God. black. I don't know why you would do that, but whatever. Maybe it gives you better grip, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never pulled a knife out on somebody. <laughs> but that's what he had. And I gave it to the officer. I said, yay. And he pulled this shit out on me. And he... So the, the cop, one of the cops that's talking to me, then another cop goes down with another cop, and they find him and shit. They pick him up. They ask, they, like, they got the beer and shit. He drank one can. One can. He only drank one can out of that entire eight-pack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn it. So, and this is like, okay, so this, I'm now late by like three hours. I'm only at my first stop. Or my first or second stop. So I'm late three hours. That's a good way to start your day, I ended up getting back, I think it was like eight o'clock or six. It was like six, between six and like eight o'clock. I didn't end up getting done. I got fucked. But they find the guy and they ask me to go if I want to, like, can point him out and shit. And I drive by and I'm like, yep, yep, that's him. Yep, yep, yep. He ends up getting arrested, obviously. And because he was so obviously Eagle end up pressing charges. Mm-hmm. But instead of it going through, like, a petty theft of, like, $11 because he pulled a knife out on me. Mm-hmm. That's that that armed robbery. Armed robbery now. Yeah. That's, that's a felony. That, yep. So that's a prison sentence. And then on top of whatever other crimes he may have committed, mm-hmm. he ended up going to prison. I got in a heated, heated argument on Facebook because he ended up going to prison. He ended up taking his life. Like Yo, a couple so weeks it was ended, that guy. Ended up like a couple weeks going into prison, took his life, hung himself. Hmm. Now, whatever he's has people that were his friends. I was told no one went, no one went to his his funeral besides like a, a very few people and his family. Mm-hmm. So none of these people that were on Facebook talking about how great of a person he was and all this shit even went to his funeral. But people on Facebook were saying how great, like, oh, you were such a great guy. You were so nice to talk to, and blah blah blah. And I, so I made a post and I was like. All I keep seeing is how great of a guy that this person was. But man, he was so great pulling a knife out on me and willing to fucking end my life over fucking $11 of beer. What a great guy. Well, you don't know him and addiction is this. And and I said, then why weren't you there? Mm. Why didn't you try to? Oh, well, we did try to. People did try to help him, but you people don't always want help and shit. And I said, then he wasn't a good guy. If you fucking, if I gave him the option of dropping it and leaving, 
Or if he was just going to run with it, he could have just ran with it. He took it a whole other fucking mile and pulled the knife out on me over it. He was willing, from what he did, seemed he was willing to fucking stab me over it. End my life, potentially, for $11. To me, that is not a good guy. Right. He may have been nice or a cool person before he was addicted and all this crazy shit. But just because you were nice before does not mean that you're always nice and always right. a good person. I mean, I'm sure you change. I'm People sure, change. I'm sure uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was nice at some point in his life, you know. Right. But you people then that's what I said. I was like, yeah, people I put it as like this. I was like People could say, "Well, Hitler was nice. Hitler was Hitler was a good guy." Before before he killed fucking however many millions of people, he was he was a nice guy. That's who not, says, that's who not says, the reality of what the situation right, is well, today. Who right has now. said? Who has said? Who do you know said Hitler was a good guy? Hitler was nice. Who defends Hitler besides obviously racist people that? Mm-hmm. That's their ideology. Who out there defends him? No one. He was a bad guy. Killed tons of people. This kid was bad. He tried to kill me, or was made that made it act like that's what he was right. going to do. He was willing to do that, right? But man, I tell you what, my fucking life is crazy. And I heard he already had robbery charges already pending. That's what basically made him like get the prison sentence, right? Like, for sure, is like you already Probably. have a, a pending charge and you go and get another now you get an armed robbery charge like you're you're just going away right so wow i knew that crazy kid. I, I knew him i knew of him before um he popped up at the bar a couple times my i have a, a good friend of mine who told me that um one night he stole something from another friend of his or was around someone that may have stole something and they, well, they, they had known that it was him, but they wanted to fucking be, they didn't want to come out and just say, Hey, you stole this. I know it. So they asked, he said, Hey, my friend lost this. Do you like someone stole something from my friend this night? Or no, he, no, that was what it was is he had robbed someone outside and had a gun or something. I was told he had a gun and, out left the bar, followed someone, and robbed them. Mm. So obviously they knew it was him. So a friend of mine went and asked him about it, and he said, "We're not fucking talking about that. If you talk about that ever again, I'll kill you." Wow, nice guy. Wow, great guy. And them drugs will change you, man. They they definitely will. They will. That's for sure. That's crazy. My man, so have you ever had any crazy stories? Maybe not while working, but obviously in the city you've seen I some have. crazy well, stuff. I've got some. Um, so the job I do now, where we're not really involved with the public at all. It's inside of a yeah warehousey kind a, of a locked building. You know, the outside can't get in. Um, so when anytime you're dealing with the public, you're always going to have some crazier stories, right? Mm-hmm. So my last job, really dealing with the public. And probably my favorite job I ever had was working at the movie theaters down in New York City. Okay. Uh, Lincoln Square, AMC 13. It's 
located on uh, right, right in Midtown, um, Upper West Side, 66th Street, 68th Street, something like that. Um, so we had uh, 13 theaters inside the building. You got three down in the basement. You've got nine on the main floor. And then you've got IMAX uh, on the top floor. Uh, IMAX seats 800 people. The next three largest theaters might seat like 400 to 500 people. Holy fuck. And then the other ones after that are like 1, 200, 250, shit like that. That's, that's crazy. That's a lot of motherfucking seats. It is but a lot. But it's also in the city, so. Right. So mostly, most of the people that um, went to this theater, a lot of them were pretty pretty wealthy, pretty affluent. Seen a lot of celebrities, movie stars, athletes, actors, actresses, singers, um, shit like that. So, uh, like P. Diddy, one day he, he rented out an entire theater for his record company, Bad Boy, because he was in a movie called A Raisin in the Sun. So he rented out one theater. It was all blocked off, and all the celebrities came in. They got all the food they wanted. So it was Danny B. Kane, LL Cool J. Damn. Um, every, everybody you could think of was basically there. Another cool thing about this theater was that we were the number one movie theater, grossing movie theater, on the East Coast. We would be the number one movie theater in the country, but we have to compete with Los Angeles. So it was one and two, neck and neck. It was always flip-flopping. But since we were, you know, a very popular movie theater, we always got all of the red carpet premieres and the um, screenings for movies. So when uh, The Dark Knight came out, for example, we had the entire red carpet event, red carpet with the Batmobile, the motorcycle, and everybody and every star, every news station, everything was at my job. Damn. Yeah. This was a pretty awesome job, man. There are a lot of cool-ass perks. I've met a lot of, like I said, a lot of celebrities, even people who aren't celebrities. Dr. Cornell West, people may not know who he is, but I bumped into him one day, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is you. Like, awesome, awesome shit. Dr. Cornell West. All of my crazy stories and adventures usually start with working at the movie theater okay that's where i learned how to roll weed working at the movie theater i had so much free time on my hands that i would take the receipt paper you know spool it out rip it i go get some popcorn crush it up and i would practice rolling that's how i became a doctor at rolling weed um we used to get a lot of customers from overseas and in london before they had the movie tavern here in london you could um, purchase alcohol in a movie theater. So people would ask me, hey, you know, you guys serve beer or alcohol or anything like that. I would tell them no. But then the entrepreneur in me would start to think, I'm like, hey, what if I started bringing in alcohol and just selling it on the side? I got no competition. There's a market for it. Why not exploit it? So that's what I did. I used to sell liquor to uh, like European customers when they would come up. But my greatest scheme ever had to do with the movie theater tickets themselves. Okay? So hear me out here. <coughs> Damn, I'm about to get <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I 
apologize. I got a tickle in my throat. <clears throat> no, not like that. All right. Here we go. So IMAX seats 800 people. One day, one of the supervisors managed, uh, slipped up and told me that the movie theaters are a lot like the airlines. They sell more tickets than they have seats for. This way, if somebody doesn't make it or if uh, if somebody doesn't make it to the movie. You can f- still fill the seat. Right. The seats are already filled and that person still already bought a ticket. Right. So if they don't come back and get a refund, well, it's no harm lost. You sold extra tickets. You kept the money. If they do come back and say, hey, I want a refund. That's fine. You're still going to get them to come back for another movie. Right. And they're still going to spend their money time. at a different time. Right. So I said, okay, cool. So the Dark Knight, Batman, um, told you we had the red carpet world premiere. Our movie theater was sold out for, I don't know, a month, a month and a half at least. Um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week we were open when the Dark Knight came out. We had it in IMAX and we had it in two of the three other large theaters. Mm-hmm. IMAX was sold out for a month and a half. The IMAX theater entrance was on the fourth floor. To keep the lines moving, you have 800 people inside the theater watching. The line for the next show would snake out the theater, down the stairs, four flights of stairs, out the door of the building, and around the corner. Right? What my job had us do is we would go down the line and we would start taking people's ticket stubs. If you bought your ticket at the concession stand, your ticket stub was a rectangle. It was a, you know, a, a big port, a large portion, like 80% of it was your ticket stub. And then a small section on the bottom was the receipt that the theater kept. Mm-hmm. If you went to the credit card kiosk, your ticket came out in two squares, one pink, one blue, same size. It didn't matter which one you gave to the theater. You know, you keep one, we keep the other. So I'm going down this line and I'm tearing all these ticket stubs and I got a handful of ticket stubs in my hand. A family of four comes up the stairs or comes up the escalator, I'm sorry, at the top of the escalator and they meet me there. And the guy says, hey, where do I buy tickets for the next show? I said, sir, it's all sold out. There, there are no more tickets. He's like, all right, well, when's the next available show? You know, want to buy some tickets. I said, sir, it's sold out for like a month and a half straight says, are you shitting me? I said, look at the line. This is the line for the next show. Next show is in an hour. The line is already outside the door. He said, so there's nothing, there's no way to get tickets. And once again, my brain started turning, this entrepreneur in my head. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I've got a handful of ticket stubs here. What if I just sell these ticket stubs to this guy, tell him to hop in line? What's the harm? What's, what's, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, how can they tell me that they're not going to tell him, hey, this isn't your ticket stub. And how would they know? Right. They'd have no way of knowing, especially with, you know, hundreds of people trying to get into the movie theater. Eight, yeah, like 800 people. Right. Thousands. Right. And the motto at this movie theater, because there were so many, you know, upper echelon wealthy people that go there, the motto was the customer is always right. Customers always right. Whatever it is, you do it to accommodate the customer. Right. So they're not going to argue with somebody. They're not even going to check it, first of all, because it's employees like me 
that are checking the tickets at the at the door. So I said, you know what, sir? Here's what I'll do for you. IMAX tickets are sixteen dollars a piece. I will sell you a ticket twenty dollars a piece. I'll give you a ticket stub. You can get online right now. I guarantee that you'll be inside that theater for the next show. He gave me eighty dollars. I gave him four ticket stubs. He hopped online. I said, "Oh shit, I think I'm on to something." I got went downstairs to the main concession stand. I'm sorry, not the concession stand, the ticket office, the box office. And I told two of the employees down there, said, "Listen, if anybody comes down here asking for Dark Knight tickets, I want you to send them all the way upstairs to the fourth floor. Tell them to come look for me." I got something. I'm going to cut you in on the money. We about to get it. They said, all right, no doubt. Let's do it. I said, keep it on the low. Don't let everybody know about right. this shit yet. Let's just see if it works. I swear, not 15 minutes later, another group of people come upstairs, like two people. Sell them the tickets. Boom, boom. 40 bucks. Pocket it. A little bit later, some more people come up. It's like a steady stream now. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is getting big. But I wait. I stop. I tell, I think I only did it maybe three or four times for that show. So I think I might have made, this is a rough estimate because this was many years ago. But that first show, I probably made like 300, 400 bucks. Damn. <coughs> Excuse me. They go into the theater. Everything works out. I go back downstairs to the box office. And I tell my coworkers, all right, so listen, we got something. All right. This is going to work real good. I'm going to give you guys some of the bread that we make as long as we keep it um, low key. I'll, I'll start adding more people to the team. This way, nobody gets jealous. Nobody decides to snitch on us. Everybody's eating. All mm-hmm. right? But let me do this. Let me quarterback this shit. All right? Work like a fucking charm. So, in a regular shift, we would probably do maybe three IMAX movies per shift. Right? right. If I sell, oh, I don't know, four, eight, maybe 12, 15... 16 tickets if i can make 300 dollars per show which won't be that hard to do that's 15 tickets that's four groups of four and one person very easy to do 300 bucks a show times three shows that's 900 dollars a night cash money just for reselling tickets for a month and a half damn five days a week that's only if we decided to sell 300. What if we decided to just go all out and sell 500? We can do that. It's quite possible. Remember, the theater oversells tickets by who knows how many. So if people get there and there are only seats available in the front, even if they bought tickets, the movie theater's not going to think twice about it. They're like, yeah, we always oversell tickets. They're not going to think, man, how can we got like 42 extra people in this theater that we're not supposed to have? They're not going to think like that, you know? So... That whole system was working wonderful. About two weeks in, my uh, like the, the, the shift manager is standing up at the top of the stairs. And I'm standing up there with him, you know, doing my job. And up the escalator comes some people. And the motherfucker's looking at me. Like, he's halfway up the escalator, and I see him looking right at me. And in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm like, please, please don't come over to me asking for no tickets with my fucking manager right here. What does he do? Comes right up to me. Hey, uh, you got some tickets for uh, Dark Knight? I was like, nah, sir, we're all sold out. Um, 
sold out for about a month out now, I think. This motherfucker says, no, they told me downstairs I could come up here and get tickets for the show. They said that you would sell tickets up here. The manager looks over at me. I'm like, oh. So we're on the fourth floor. The box office is on the first floor. The main level for all the other theaters is the second floor. But we also have a guest service desk there where if you have problems with your ticket, they can help you. So thinking fast, I said, no, I think they meant to send you to the second floor. They probably told you to go upstairs. They meant go to the second floor guest service and see if there's something they can do for you there. (coughs) This dumb motherfucker didn't get it. He was like, no, they told me to come up to the fourth floor. I said, no, sir, the fourth floor is where the IMAX is. This is where the movie is. But to get your ticket, you need to go to the second floor. Or you can talk to my manager who's standing right here. And then I think that's when he finally realized, like, oh, shit, I'm about to get this dude fired. I'm trying to buy tickets, fucking scalping tickets in the movie right. theater right, right next to his manager. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude, you don't see the guy with the button-down shirt with the nice dress pants on, like, standing right here? The fuck? It was a pretty wild time. Um, I think I ended up putting on at least six or seven people to the hustle. Um, like I said, if I eat, everybody's going to eat this way. Nobody feels left out. Nobody's Entrepreneur. Gonna, absolutely, man. Bosses make sure everybody eats. All right? I'm not selfish, not being greedy. Um, that's how you keep shit going. But a couple of people did get caught, and they ended up getting fired. They, um, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't snitch or rat or anybody. That's, so that is what it is. That's respectable. Um, we also used to smoke a lot of weed there, and a few times, like we would be in the staircase, like we the emergency exit of the movie theater, and like guests would go and complain because all of a sudden the movie theater would smell like like weed, and they never knew where it was coming from. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you could blame that on any. You could on anything. 800 people coming in and shit. Right. That's just for one place. Right. So you never knew where, you know, they, they never knew it was us. But one day it was like five or six of us and we weren't going to go smoke in the staircase because it was too many of us. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've explored the building. I said, hey, I know this room we can go smoke and it's big enough for everyone to, you know, be in there. I didn't realize that was the ventilation room. So we go in there, we're smoking New York City Sour Diesel, like two, three blunts in rotation, just chiefing something crazy. And I hear a radio. The only people that have radios, like a, like a walkie-talkie radio, are like the managers. So I'm like, yo, yo, shh, shh, shh. I hear a radio. Everybody shuts the fuck up. And we hear it like getting closer and closer. It gets to the door where we're at. The door opens. It's, it's dark in there because we cut the lights off. He looks in there. I can see him, but he can't see me from where I'm standing. But I can see him. It's the, the manager. And he's looking around. I know he had to smell the weed. I don't know why he didn't come in. He closes the door. We hear him walk away. We hear the other door, like the door to that area close. Everybody runs out of there. Get back on the main floor. You know, I go upstairs, put the visine in my eyes, Febreze my shirt. I get back on the main floor and I hear the shift supervisor um, to over, talking to another employee. Like, yeah, Shane was up here. That was the manager trying to figure out um, why the whole lobby, the downstairs lobby smells like weed. Was it, Were you guys smoking in the in the ventilation room? And she she wasn't with us. She was like, no, I wasn't there. And they both turned and saw me. 
And they're like, it was you, wasn't it? I was like, I, I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. I'm not going to snitch on myself. Right. But yes, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> we were in there blowing it down. The whole lobby was smelling like straight up sour diesel. I'm sure a lot of the people that came in were liking it. Oh, absolutely. I bet they were. I mean, who doesn't like going to the movies? I'm sure high? no one. I'm sure they, I'm sure they would have fucking, if um, enough people had complained about it, they would have. They would have found who did it, and right. it would have stopped. You would have got fired. I should have been fired from that job many times over. Um, but like I said, it was one of my favorite jobs I ever had. The perks were awesome. Um, as a movie dude, you, you you tell me that I can go to any AMC movie theater with up to six of my friends for free. So let's say I'm in Oklahoma, and I'm like, oh, I want to go to a movie. I just call them up and say, hey. I'm in Oklahoma. I want to go see, you know, I don't know, Fast and the Furious 9 at 6 o'clock, and I need five tickets. They'll just call the theater up and be like, boop, boop, boop. I give them my name. Tickets printed out free. So that was awesome. Yes. Um, we also had a very exclusive, like, clientele that used to come to the theater. So once a year, in one of the three theaters in the basement, um, a prince from somewhere in the Middle East would come over. He had his own chair, so we had to go in there and take out like two rows of seats so he can put his own like lazy boy chair in there. He got to do whatever he wanted inside the theater. So the theater says no smoking. That motherfucker smoked anything he wanted to in there. Whatever. Um, says no drinking, like alcohol. He drank alcohol. And he got whatever food he wanted for free. So anything he wanted, he could get. But the coolest thing was, no matter what movie we were playing in the theater, if he wanted to watch something else, they had to go get it. So, let's say, um, I don't know. Give me a movie that's out right now. Um, I don't know what movie. Shit, I can't even think of one. But, all right, let's say, uh, shit. Dune's not out yet. All right, well, let's say it was out, right? Brand new movie, fresh out in the theater. He buys out the theater, he says... I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Titanic. They had to go and find the Titanic spool and put it on and play it for him. He could say some shit like, I want to watch and name some random ass movie from like London, you know, some B film. Guess what they had to go do? They had to go find that fucking movie wherever it was. Even if they had to fly it in, they had to find that movie for him and make it happen. I only got to meet him once. And I, we weren't allowed in the theater with him. So if he needed food, his people would come outside, like out of the theater doors and tell us what we needed. And we'd give it to or what he needed. We would give it to them. They'd bring it inside. The only time we got to go in the theater was when he had left and we were cleaning it. But I got to be on the cleanup crew one day. So I was holding the door as he was leaving and I got to see him. Man, he's just a regular motherfucker. I wouldn't have even known he was worth you know, $600 billion or whatever it was that he's, these princes from the Middle East are worth. Right. He smelled like money, though. Motherfucker smelled good, I tell you that. I don't doubt it. Um, but yeah, I think that's really the extent of my, like, crazy work stories. I mean, I, I, I think I've, I, I fucked around with a couple of my coworkers. Um, I think I bust some cheeks behind the movie theater screen once. Ooh. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done too many wild things. I keep getting told that I need to have sex with a girl in the back of the beer truck and shit. You do. 
I don't know. Why? That's a, that's a hard to come by, I think. Why? Why do you think that? Because I'm not trying to... I told one girl one time that I fucked her in the back of the beer truck, and she was down for it. I actually, I actually had sex with a girl in uh, the cooler. Mm. That was cool. It was a little uncomfortable, but it was sick. It was cool. Why would not you fuck her in the back of the beer truck? I don't know, man. Back of the beer truck is not... It fucking don't smell good. Sometimes it's really fucking hot and gross. There's broken glass a lot. Yeah, so just leave your shoes on. Don't lay down. Make her just pull her pants down. You just gotta give her to a quick and rough. Well, maybe a, fi- a five minute quickie with the with the, with the gate f- open. Yeah, well, it's, it was it's gotta you gotta. So this is how this is how my man um told me you gotta do it. He said you gotta uh you open up the side door. You keep the back closed. You open up the side door, but then you put a strap and you strap the door closed. Mm-hmm. So if someone tries to open it, they can't open it. But once you unlatch it, you can. Mm, okay. But someone could also lock you in there and then you're fucked. Mm. That's why I say you got to leave the back open. Like, But you can't really leave the back open. Why? Because there's no latch on the inside from the back. So you can't just open it, just leave, you, so. I'd have to leave a wide ass open. Yeah, leave a wide ass open. Listen, the girl, the girl, nope. that would turn her on even more. No. Nope. Like, oh my God, they might catch us, they might not. Yeah, they might catch me and that'd be my fucking ass. No, what it, dude, who's going to catch you? The, Anybody. All right, so put it like this. So Joe Schmo from Buffalo is driving down the road. They see you banging out some chick in the back of the beer truck. Nah. You think, you think he's going to be like, I'm snitching. I'm not picking up some girl and then driving around and then fucking. I'm at a stop where people can go to. These are like gas stations, supermarkets. Right. I'm saying so you don't you don't got to fuck her on the drop. But like you be like, yo, I'm headed back into town. Meet me at, you know, meet me at this spot right here real quick. I'm going to fuck you in the back of the truck. With, with, with the doors open, maybe I'll have to. I don't know. You gotta I'll be a little. To you gotta be more risque. Uh, I don't know. I fucked them, this one girl in the cooler. That shit was wild. She was the only person working too. Mm. She was. She was pretty fine. She was. She had the awful, awful, god awful tattoos. The worst tattoos. She was like a little redneck girl. Mm. She had like a little shitty ass Chevy fucking truck. She had a Chevy tattoo. No, a Chevy oh. truck. But she had like a fucking. <laughs> The worst tattoos you could have. They were like a lot of deer antler. It was oh, it was bad. It was so bad. Mossy Awful. mossy oak tattoos. Kinda, but she was hot. She was fucking fine. Mm, just, Had a fucking massive ass dumper on her. Nice fucking rack. Just shitty. One tattoos. pierced nipple. Yeah, just shitty. Really Only shitty one pierced nipple. Yeah. Huh. It was. It, she was nasty too. She was like, "I'm fucking suck you this way, that way." I was See, like, that's the one between you, the legs. That's the <laughs> one you call up and go fuck her in the back of the beer truck. Now, nah, she don't answer me now. Oh. She ended up leaving that job, and we did talk, and then we stopped talking to each other. She got morals now. I don't know. I well, I used to, I was used to be a straight dick to her, and she she loved it. She ate it up every time I'd go, I'd deliver there to her stop. She'd fucking. Oh, uh, give me a hug. Get, what You want to kiss me? And I'm like, nah, bitch, I don't want to kiss you. Fuck, I want to kiss for her. Why, why, why do I want to hug you? You want to grab my ass? I said, I grab your ass when I want to grab your ass. Mm, let, it, let, let her know, Dom. Assert your dominance. And then she would send me, wild, she sent me some wild, wild pictures. She, she had me, uh, 
She sent me one picture. Like, was this like a long time ago? This was, no, this was like, like the beginning of summer. Oh, okay. And she sent me, I remember she sent me one fucking picture, though, my guy. Absolutely insane. It was like a... Let's see. Oh, hold on. Pass that a little bit closer there, buddy. Her in like this ribbon, like just like ribbons. Oh, I can't even reach it. Her in ribbons. Then she sent me some other ones. Wow. That's nice. I was like, yo, this bitch is wild. Uh, You might need to to link back up with that one, buddy. That's nice. Nah, I'm sad. She was annoying. How so? She just always wanted the beef. She just, I don't know, man. She, like, would talk to me. I'd answer. And then she'd, like, try to ignore me. Like, try, she tried playing hard to get. And uh, I wasn't about that. But, like, look at those tats. Let me see. Let me take a look you at scroll, these You scroll to the left. There's, like, a few more pictures. What in the hell? Bro. Who told her that was a good idea to get those antlers right but, there? But I don't know. So bad, but she's hot. She had a nice body. Oh, yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she got a little plumper dumper back there. Wow. See, I always knew you were a bit of a player there, Dom. And I, you know, I I can do it up. I, I'm good. People like, uh, a, a girl I'm friends with, um, one day I asked her, I said, uh, when you think of me, what comes to your mind? And she goes, well, someone that's caring and thoughtful and someone that you want to listen to. Someone that like has really good stories. Mm. I was like, yeah, I got a lot of good stories. <laughs> was that, was that the answer you were looking for or? I guess so. No, I I thought she was gonna say something smart ass, oh, like okay. funny, but because I was gonna tell her when I think of you, I I think of an uh, old lady. She's got like very I don't know timid and very quiet, and she's kind of got that like very soft voice. Mm-hmm. She speaks extremely softly. Mm. So I was gonna make a joke. I was like, I told her I was like, damn, now I can't. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were gonna say some <laughs> say some like smart ass, but. Because I was going to make a joke and tell you what I, mean, I thought of you, but fuck. I, now she was all sweet and nice. Right. I was just like, ruined it. Damn it. She was like, well, what were you going to say? I was like, I was going to tell you you sound like a, like a little old lady. A, I, hot, a hot little old lady. Have you ever seen <laughs> that redhead like around like local bars here? Or is she like far away or something? Once. Um, she was at her. Uh, she's out towards. In Truman's Burgers, where her family lives. I've never even heard of that place. They sound it's racist. Passed out past uh, Ovid, which is like on the way out to like Watkins Glen area. Okay. And I saw her in Ovid because she was at her grandmother's funeral. And then I remember she they like all went to a bar and she got drunk. She was young too. She had like just turned 21. Mm. She had like. Text was messaging me all this wild and dirty, nasty shit. And I was just like, bitch, you know where the fuck I'm at? You ain't that far from me. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, bro, you got to reconnect with that. Nope. And put her in the back of the beer truck. Nope. 
There's got to be more. There's got to be more of a reason. She can't but, just be annoying. Got to be more. Nah. She's fine. She Yeah, she's fine. So what? Don't matter. True. I, I talk to a lot of fine girls. I like the way you think. I like the way you think. A lot. I'm, I don't even get it. I ask. When I when I start talking to, uh, if a hot girl talks, talks to me, I'm like, damn, what fucking mental problems you got? Like, <laughs> I'm like you fucked up if you're talking to me. Now you gotta you treat think them all I'm, the same. You think I'm I'm fucking good looking? Whether they're good looking, whether they're tens or ones, right? Treat, yeah, I treat all. You got to treat them all the same. You got to treat them all like they're fours. That's how yep. you treat them. Like yeah, you don't even look really all that good, yo. You got right. a big ass head. Yep. Your teeth a little. Eh. Yep. Yeah, you got a lazy eye. You got a little mustache. That's how you get them. You always tell women they got a mustache right there. That makes them feel. It puts them down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, knocks like, them down just a little bit. Just so that they're not too high and mighty. Yeah. Everybody be all up on your on your, on your on your ass cheeks and your twat telling you how good you look and da 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 You got a mustache just like me. Shut your ass up. <laughs> yeah, right. What, 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 what product do you use? Your shit looks silky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toxic boy for life. Yeah, you know. You know. City boys up. City boys, we definitely up this year. <laughs> definitely. Listen, Jeff Bezos. And uh, uh, Bill, Bill Gates. Gates. Yeah, we're up this year. <laughs> yeah, up. but they, but Bill Gates was also linked, has been linked with uh, Jeffrey Epstein now too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Epstein was up for a while too until all that crazy shit came out. Yeah, and they're like, oh, rich people always up. Yeah, and then they get always caught up in <laughs> yeah. some weird ass wild shit. And there's always the rich people, always. Oh yeah, your money gets you out. Yeah, that is money true. Money gets you in. Money gets you in and, and it gets you out. Yep. Yep. They say money doesn't change you. It just allows you to be more of who you really are. Yep. You know? Like, it gives you the freedom to just be like, oh, you know what? I'm a weirdo and I like getting massages from 13-year-old girls. So I'm just going to do that for the rest of my life. Right. And that's what happened with them. Yep. And then you get caught and then you're like, oh, well, I got money. And you got out of that for a little bit, but... One day I'll get money. I won't get massages from 13-year-old girls, but... I hope not. What would you... like? All right, so what would you do? Let's say uh, on a whim, you go out and play the lotto. Lotto's like $20 million. You hit that motherfucker. $20 million, right? Yo, I'm hitting up every single ex or girl who I thought was an ex that I slept with. Now I'm going, damn, I'm saying pretty, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> That, that's just one word, one line text. That's all you're going to send. Damn, I'm saying pretty, ain't I? I said, damn, you wish you weren't fucking up right now. Would you and t- then I would, and then I'd, and if they got man, I'd be like, yo, 20 grand right now. Let me, <laughs> let me blow your back out in front of your man. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Take that shit. And then I have some, <laughs> I pay someone another fucking five grand to film it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then I'd make money off of that. That's 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 ign- that's obnoxious. That's right fucking there. entrepreneurship, baby. That is that is making money off of someone else's misery, right? <laughs> Yo, fucking so big business, <laughs> Dom. Little ass Dom just bullying. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that. Yo, that shit would make me. You know, I, I, would, I couldn't would, imagine how many of my exes would be like if I if I put. If you start low, guys, obviously I'm not going to start high. Everybody shouldn't get the 20 grand either. It should be like, yo, I'll nah, give you $30. Just, 
I'm gonna throw it out there, but maybe you can get a favor from me. That puss might be worth twelve dollars right now. How much? <laughs> how, you got OnlyFans? How much you charge a month? Seven ninety nine. All right, I'll give you eight dollars. I would buy. I'd buy. Wait, wait, wait! I'd buy first, sick ass car. First, are you taking a lump sum or are you getting a yearly payment? Those installment for twenty years. I don't, it depends on what it comes out to be. So let's say you take the lump sum. If I win the Mega Millions, if I win it, the big Mega Millions, all like hit the fucking crazy shit. Nah, twenty mil. That's what it is. You hit twenty million. Okay, so I don't know what the lump sum. Let's say lump sum. You get like, like ten million. We'll say thirteen. Right, lump sum. You get thirteen million after taxes. Or you can get the yearly one, where every year, let's say you get seven hundred fifty thousand over twenty years. So you'll end up with like a couple more million over twenty years. Damn, seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I'd take it because I'd go buy a nice ass whip for like a hundred thousand. Okay, right, hundred thousand dollar whip. Right, I'd I'd cruise up in a hundred thousand dollar whip, just fucking blowing backs out because you know girls are gonna see that shit and they're like, <gasps> oh, oh, all you won't shit. even have to talk. Nope. And then I'd I'd invest money. Into the company that I work for, so I wouldn't have to work anymore. Uh, okay. I'd be like, yeah, I want a big ass portion. Put me down, baby. Bam. Right, make me owner, part owner. Right. Word. I put, I put the rest of that money. I put right down back into the business. All right, and then what's the dumbass purchase you're gonna make? Because everybody's got a dumbass purchase they make. It'd, pro- it'd probably be that a, a car. Honestly, I don't know. I'd buy, I'd buy. Actually, I'd probably no. I'd put like. Two or three hundred thousand into the company. I'd put like another hundred into like a into the like into the market sort of. But like I'd buy, I'd be the um, what is it? Not is it mutual funds? Where it's I'd like ride the S and P five hundred ETF. Your mutual funds or ETFs? Yeah. Or, no, an index fund. I'd put it in an yeah, index. Okay, fund. That's the ETF. So that's what I'd run. An ETF with like a hundred grand in it. I'd buy a bunch of properties for like another two hundred, three hundred, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pay someone to fix those up if they were like needed some fixing, and then I'd rent those out, and then I'd just make money off of properties and shit, and then I'd probably retire in like a couple years. Because once you retire, your uh, taxes go down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you pay almost nothing in taxes, and then I just live essentially. I'd be able to live like I just live every year. I would pull out like forty or fifty k, and just live off out, of that. Out off of my fucking what I've got in stocks. Like after two years or some shit in an index fund. You can um, withdraw. Oh, well, as long as you're like paying taxes on it first. After two years, you can withdraw out of it. So I do that shit, and I just withdraw like forty or fifty k. Like I think, uh, I think you withdraw. I think it's like four percent of your total that's in there. So I'd withdraw like four percent every year, and just live off the interest. And and then every year you're still getting. Seven hundred fifty thousand from the lotto, and then I just keep rotating that back in and buying right. some more properties. Right, I'm telling you right now, year one, that first seven hundred fifty thousand, I'm gone. Okay, 
I'm not going to be gone until that money is gone. Then I'll pop back up and then I'll be responsible. You know, I'll do the investing and this nah, and that. I'd invest it as soon as possible. And then I'd take like, it don't cost too much. I'd, I'd take like 30 grand. I'd go to Disney for like two weeks or a week with Bass. Mm-hmm. Another week with Bass. And I'd be like, fuck it, you know what? We're renting out the castle. I think it's like $45,000 to rent out the fucking actual Magic Kingdom, like the really? castle part. Yeah, it's like $45,000 to rent that room out. And you get like a butler and all this crazy shit. Ooh. See, now that you got the money, it's definitely worth it. Right. I take my family with me. Right. I'm not getting on any lines. I'm skipping every I want a personal tour guide. See, that's why I said the first year I'm I'm running through that 750000 I'm not buying a car. I'm not buying anything new. I'm just running through that money. Where do you want to go? You want to go to Disney World? All right. We're going to Disney World. Like you said, two weeks. We're getting the, we're getting the fucking upper echelon of everything. Where are we going next? Oh, you want to go to Texas? Fuck it. Let's go to Texas. Oh, where you want? You want to go? Uh, you want some Italian food? Well, fuck it. We ain't going to a restaurant. We're going to Italy. Let's go. Right. We're out. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be traveling to Europe. Maybe I'd do one trip maybe to Europe somewhere. I'm out. that's too long of being on a plane. Uh, that's like fucking. That could be anywhere from like 11 like, or oh, go, to, go to sleep. Hours. Go to sleep. Man, I'm, I'd be fucking popping too much melatonin. Hey, it's fine. Just go to sleep. And see, so you got the money, so I, I'm definitely nice, I'm flying first class. Yeah, or I'm flying in a jet. Okay, yeah, you know? makes sense. Or even if I'm not in a jet, I'll still fly like first. business class or first class. Right. I get the whole like the, the seat that like lays back, kind of like your recliner. Yeah, you yeah, know, okay. With the, with so the where you're comfy, right? Yeah, exactly. Not, okay, yeah. Unlimited right. drinks, you know. Like I could walk yeah, around, go up. to the bar, go upstairs. I'm get, I'm getting the upper echelon, dude. I'm, I'm not fucking, gonna be. I'm fucking bitches. I'm getting some. <laughs> I'm telling that that flight stewardess or whatever they're called. She I'm like, getting it. like, listen, honey, I just came up. <laughs> yeah, I'm up. I'm staying I'm, up, baby. City boys, we up right now, baby. You trying to get down with the get down? <laughs> know what I'm saying we could jump on the good foot and do the bad with, thing. I'd hang out with future. To- toxic, <laughs> toxic. I was like, where are we going, boy? That'd be a, you'd be on World Star in seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Immediately. Small, little, tiny-ass white boy Dom. Immediately. Diabetes and shit. You'd be a fucking meme. You'd be a gif. You'd be all that shit. <laughs> Hilarious. Peeing on bitches. Oh, I'm my like, God. Oh, you rapping about <laughs> pissing on bitches? I'm really doing it. I live that life. <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah, they better not ever give me no money like that. I'm, I'm a loser. Oh, I can fool for once. Yeah. But I'm going to invest the shit done and I'm going to live off of it. Word. Oh, all right, man. It's been an hour and a half. I don't think we need a two hour show this week. Okay. Last week, people were like, your show was like really long. Yo, last like last week, we were getting into it, though. Like, we, the, yeah, we the conversation was flowing. Shit yeah. was like, it was really good. I liked it. Well, everyone, thanks for listening in to my crazy ass week. Hell yeah. Some My Crazy Ass Stories, Rich fucking making side money while he's making money. That's why they call, <laughs> that's why they call me Rich, man. Or mate, you know. My brain is always thinking always, of the next plan, next right. scheme, next hustle. All right. Thanks for listening to the Cream Pie Boys. Stay classy, y'all. And never ashy. Later. See ya.